we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. We have been talking about this worldly concept that defines our lives by what we do. That is not godly. It is not godly for you to get your definition from what you accomplish or what you do. The definition of the believer comes from what Christ has done. We are not defined by what we do, we are defined by what he has done. This is important because when you get this, then you don't seek celebration. There are too many of us that celebration means too much to us. Uh-oh. Let me say it again. There are too many of us that celebration is too high on our agenda. Because we are nothing without him, and it is him that wills, to do, wills and does through us, that means whatever we, are, we, we accomplish, whatever we are, it's because of him. And if you don't celebrate us, it doesn't matter because we are nothing without him anyway. Now that's grown folks talk because a lot of us like to have fanfare when we do anything. We have this need of being celebrated, and it's really because there's a lack of identity. Our identity comes from him, not from us. This would put a lot of us at a place of peace, and a lot of us at a greater sense of gratitude when we realize we have done nothing to make us. Jesus says something that's profound. He says, none of you by worrying can add a cubit to its stature. You can't make yourself no taller. Now, that's that we only said in the natural, but he says that for us in every area, he says you cannot add any value to your life by your own effort. You can't make you more valuable. I'm going to say it again. You can't make you more valuable. No one that you add to your life is going to make you more valuable. You are already beyond any value that can be calculated. Adding someone to your life is like adding the number one to the number infinity. 
it is of no consequence. I'm going to say it again. Anyone that's added to your life is like putting one. It's like you going to Bill Gates and you lending them dollar. And then you make an announcement, boy, you know, I, I, I made him rich, you know. Your dollar. He probably used it to out somebody's cigarette. That, that, has, that has no value when you put it against what he has. And the Lord says, when you realize who God has made you, then you put less burden and less attention on what anyone else adds to your life. Bible declares, I am what I am. By the grace of God. He says, we, we cannot carry on as though we did this so we can boast. What we are, he has done. And so this then puts us in the position where we don't live based on what we do, but we live on the basis of who we are in him. This feels a little different from the first service, but I like how it feels. And so the greatest challenge that the believer has is that we don't have a clue as to who we are. And that's why we're giving so much value to people when they come into our life or when they walk out of our lives. You know, I mean, I, mean, I, I got me one container full of one cent. I got a family member who's the governor of Central Bank. I ain't mad at him. Because he didn't say them once and them can be done with by the end of this year. I'm mad. I mean, I'm proud of my little one-cent collection, but it ain't going to change my life. And if any of you want my one-cent collection, I'll send it to you for $300. You know, you know I, no, but I can bless them with it, you know. You want it, you can have it. And that, that's, that's the way we will begin to live our life if we realize how valuable we are. If we realize how valuable we are, we are only, mm, the only way people can mistreat us when we don't know who we are. No one can mistreat you if you know you. I'm going to say it again. No one can mistreat you if you know you. Now, if whatever they do, they can make a fool of themselves. But you don't have the ability to mistreat me. Because your treat means nothing to me. So when I have it or don't have it, I ain't going to miss it. You see what I did there? That's a mistreat. I can't miss it because your treat don't mean that much to me. Because I know who I am. And I'm telling you, I'm on an assignment to, to eradicate, to flee us. I will make low self-esteem for the believer extinct. We become convinced of who we are in God. Now, watch the text, Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. The Bible says, and the Lord blessed him and said unto him, be 
Our first commandment is to be and not to do. I talked about this last week. I'm coming at it again and get ready to come back at it next week. Our first commandment is to be and not to do. Uh, this is important. Let me fast forward into, into uh, Father's Day. Um, Men, brethren, listen to me. If you're trying to get value in that woman's life based on what you do for her, you will never get the value you deserve. Because we don't get value out of doing. Uh, our value comes out of our being. When you learn how to be, just being with her will add more value than the things you do for her. Good word, Denzel. Many of us, many of men are frustrated because it seems as though what they're doing is going unnoticed. <laughs> and it is being unnoticed because we were never supposed to get our value from what we do. Our value is only supposed to be gotten from who we are. And then based on who we are, what we do just flows out. And when you do what you do from the place of who you are, you don't put that much value on it and you don't expect others to put that much value on it because it's not about what you do, it's about who you are. I like what, uh, what the boy name. I believe the boy's name was Elkanah. I like what that boy did. That boy, that boy saw Hannah crying. Hannah crying because she ain't getting no baby. <laughs> I like Elkanah, boy. Elkanah, Elkanah, whatever you call him. He says to that girl, he says, am I not worth more to you than a bunch of children? You weren't but children, you got me, boo-boo. You weren't but children, I is your baby. <laughs> preach out, Canada. That boy preached that word, boy. That boy said, you, this, Hannah, really? You're around here crying. <laughs> What you're looking for, I'm the one you're... This is me here, I'm the one you're looking for. Lord Jesus. Remember when, remember when uh, Nehemiah went before the king? And Nehemiah's face was dropped and he was depressed. The king said, why are you sad? The king said, you in front of me. Being with me should make you happy. You with me. Glory to God. Any of you, oh Lord God, I shouldn't ask this God. Any of you got anybody in your life when you see them, you just get happy? Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. They ain't got to do nothing, you just see them. And guess what? And if you ain't get that yet, keep on living. Because you don't know life yet. Life, when you start to get life from someone's being, and when you start to give life from your being, now you're living life. It's a hard job when you got to give life from what you do. Because now you're stuck, Gia, to keep on doing. And that's why I, I talk to persons that are dating. Don't, 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 for plenty of reasons, don't have sex before you get married. Plenty of reasons. One is, yeah, then you can be defined by what you give. And if you can't give what you've been given, then all of a sudden now the marriage is miserable. So you 
try to enjoy one another without sex so that you can get pleasure out of me and not out of what I can give you. This feels good coming out, boy. Yeah. And then you get to the place where you start, oh, you know the second service now, you know, come in. I'd rather have bad times with than good times with I'd rather be uh-huh. I'd rather have oh, sorry, 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 sorry. You only get saved, get saved, get saved, get saved. Yeah. Lord! That song's off the chain because the song ain't saying nothing but what you do for me. I just want to be with you and be with you. Jesus. And I, I told him this morning, even the scientists got us right. Science calls us human beings, not human doings. Say it again. They, they say we are human beings. <laughs> not human doings. The Bible says when, when God blows into the nostrils of that pile of dirt in, in Genesis 2 and 7, he says he became a living soul. When you read in Amplified, it says he became a living being. You are a living, walking, talking being. Not a living, walking, talking doing. When you learn to be, your bank account becomes negligible. When you learn to be, where you live becomes negligible. What do you mean? They add nothing to your value. When you learn to be, you can move right back, right back in Angleston, Delta. And you define Angleston because you're there. When you learn to be, you won't be hustling and killing yourself to live somewhere where people live who got money so you can feel like you got something. That confirms you have not yet walked into your being. You're still trying to define your life from your doing. You stay in Camp Road, Lisa. I'm not telling you to stay in Camp Road, but say it. If you want to. And you define it because you're there. I'll never forget that this preacher I was talking to, this um, apostle, um, he's um, about 80 years old. He was saying he went to this poor village in Puerto Rico. He was there on a mission trip and he went to this poor village, this fishing village. And, uh, and the guy says, I'm going to take you to uh, this uh, man of God who makes good fish. You know, so he likes fish, you know, so he makes good fish. And he's driving, so they drive for, for hours, they're driving. And uh, he didn't know where he's going, and some guy was driving him. And uh, they pull up close to this house, and he says, the man lives there. This is what the, the, the visitor says, that's where the man lives. And the driver says, Apostle, how do you know that's where he lives? He says, because it looks different from everybody else around here. That got to be the man of God. Because people are, oh, God Almighty. When you find yourself fitting into the area that you're in and carrying on like everybody else, you're living beneath your standard as a child of God. You're supposed to be no matter where you are. Because you're saved, I 
should know your desk at the office. Oh, I should walk by. Oh, oh, there's a child of God desk right here. Because the learning of life, when I come to your classroom, oh no, not that, that teacher. No, she got the Holy Ghost. Not just because of the smoke in the room <laughs> and strings playing. And you hear in tongues, you hear in, um, uh, uh, did you hadn't? Who shot? <laughs> Them tongues in the background? No, it just looked like a child of God is being this space. Never forget when, when Brother Wayne said to us when we was moving downstairs in the Walls Plaza, he says, no, pastor, we can't do this cheap. When people walk into this building in the Walls Plaza, they ought to know that they're in the house of God. When they walk in there, just being there, supposed to lift their spirit. Boy, I can't tell you the morning preachers that we brought there, we brought all kind of preachers there. All kind, we didn't care who they was. Got all kind of big thousands of members. They walk in there and say, boy, in here feels different. That's what's supposed to happen when you start walking into your being. When you walk into your being, what's around you does not define you. Is anybody here? Is this too much for you Glory to God. I ain't start preaching yet. I don't even know where I is in the notes. Now, here's the thing that I need you to get. The first thing I need you to get, this is not the first point, it's the first thing. First thing I need you to get is the blessing is what empowers you to be. But the blessing is received when you get the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost, the blessing is on you. If you have the Holy Ghost, the blessing is on you. Now, when you know you got the Holy Ghost, when you're born again. When you know you're born again, when you're born again. If you don't know you're born again, you may not be born again. What's been happening is a lot of people say, but they ain't born again. Being saved, I really believe for many of us, being saved is mental, being born again is spiritual. Many of us make a decision to get saved. That's why, you, that's why you got saved 25 times. You think your way into salvation. That's why the Bible doesn't say, if any man be saved, he's a new creature. He says, if any man be in Christ. Now that now is commensurate, is in line with what we see in John 3 and 3. He says, because they who are born of the flesh are flesh, but they who are born of the spirit, they are spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee that you must be born again. It's a spiritual transformation that is down the inside of you that has nothing to do with this mental ascension that we call salvation. But it's when the fire of God comes alive. And I ain't saying you got to speak in tongues, but you got to know it. Because some of us just wonder whether you're saved. But you don't wonder whether you're born again. When you're born again, there's something that comes alive, like almost in your belly. Good God Almighty. Something, something, something clicks on on the inside of you that bears, watch this man, uh, Romans chapter 8, it is written. Romans 8, I believe it's 16. He says this, put it up there, Dwayne, don't shame me, please. If it ain't right, find what it is. You can see it if it's right. Yes, sir. What does it say? Ready? Read. The Spirit itself beareth witness with us. Right there. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. 
So this experience is not mental. It's an awakening that happens spirit to spirit. Old Testament calls about, talks about this deep cries out unto deep. There is a connection, a spirit connection, his spirit with our spirit that causes a quickening. That's why we don't get all excited when a thousand people get saved. We get crazy when five get born again. When that spirit thing takes place, see, when you get saved, you just try to live right. When you get born again, you let him live through you. When he gets, see, when he gets saved, he's all conscious. Well, I can't do this. I can't. You think about what you got to do. Wow. Oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do the other. No, 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 don't do that. Don't go. To, don't you go there. No, don't touch that. No, no, don't just eat. Just wow. lightly sweeten your tea because you're saved. You want your tea to be a little bitter. Because if you suffer with him, you'll reign with him. when you're born again you are not that conscious about the rules because the bible declares glory to god there's now therefore no condemnation romans 8 and 1 to them who are within who are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh who are not conscious about what they're doing in the flesh but they walk after the spirit they allow the spirit of god to live through them and so the blessing beloved on your life is by way of the spirit of god uh, give me give me give me one of you galatians 3 and 14 another one of you uh, ephesians 1 and 3 both of these drive the point home that the blessing on your life comes upon you by way of the spirit of god go ahead and read it anyone go first it don't matter just y'all just say any mini mini mo and go first ready go Go ahead. That's fine. Which, tell me which one you're reading though. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Go for it. May blessing, praise, laudation, and eulogy be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh -huh. the Messiah, uh -huh. who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual given by the Holy Spirit blessing. All right, good. Watch that. He says, who has blessed us in Christ with, I want you to do me a favor, read spiritual, read the bracket after blessing, rather than put it before, between spiritual and blessing. Just okay. put spiritual blessing and read the bracket afterwards. Ready? Okay. Go ahead again. Who has blessed us? Who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Aha, uh -huh. what is the spiritual blessing? Given by the Holy Spirit. Okay, the spiritual blessing is a blessing that is given to you by the Holy Spirit. I told you now, in Genesis 1, he says, and he blessed him and said, be. To bless is to empower, to prosper, and succeed. To be blessed means to be empowered, to prosper, and succeed. Someone shout, the blessing is on me. That means you are empowered to prosper and succeed. Now, whenever you see the word empowerment anywhere in scripture, your mind should go in one direction. What's that direction? When you see empowerment. Holy Spirit, thank you so much. Whenever you see empowerment, you should go directly to the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you why. Because some of you are like, I don't understand why you say Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8. Whenever you see, whenever you see empowerment, you go Holy Spirit. Here's Acts chapter 1 verse 8. It's not in the notes to me, but I know you fasting them gently. Here's what it says. It says, and ye shall receive after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall what? That was not in my text. Y'all read too fast. And ye shall what? Be. Stop right there. And he said, what? Be. He says, you're going to receive power uh, after the Holy Ghost is come power, empowerment, after the Holy Ghost comes upon you and the first byproduct of the Holy Ghost coming upon you is what? You shall what? Be. Wherever you get the Holy Ghost is supposed to be. 
Do you see that? When man sinned, he lost the Holy Ghost and that's where he lost the power to be. And that's why after Adam, we start seeing man doing. Cain and Abel, doing. Seth, doing. Noah and all them, doing. If you see pre-sin, there was no doing in the garden, there was being. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.